Scarcity. We're back. We're gonna Whoa. put this on both. Sorry. Back to fight the evil. Oh, yeah. as, as expected, as we said, we can tell you exactly the day we'd be coming in. We are back. <laughs> Pretty much. The end of September. Here we are once again, once a month. We bring you a BLT lunch break. And today we're gonna uh, simulcast this. Also, uh, first to the Scare Zone Patreon community, and then later on to the Scare Zone, uh, you know, the main feed. Because you've been on a lot of Scare Zones. The last few months. been on a couple been on a couple like that, that we've been doing we have about a month's worth at, at least of the walkthrough oh that's true i didn't think about that you're right so did you enjoy your time at halloween horror nights for those who haven't listened i did i did overall <laughs> <laughs> very I, measured very measured yeah and it was um hot as blazes but yeah. you know. it was maybe the hottest i've ever experienced halloween horror nights and that's you know 17 years or so ago it's Saying Pretty something. Tough. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you've been here hanging out with us this week mm-hmm. in Nashville. It's been nice. But you also released a new book since last we talked. You had kind of you had announced this book a little bit ago. Yeah. Of the concept you're going to do. You're, well, well, you don't have to bury the lead. You did a horror book. <laughs> I've, been, well, I've been teasing bury it. Bury the lead. I've been get teasing it. it. For, buried. I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. I've been teasing it for a long time because I started this, this idea started um, – I guess about a little over a year ago. Well, I mean, it's September, I think. Where I I don't know why I was like, what could I write? As it was in in the desire, I had to get some some new content out, you know, and do. I just wanted to do something different. So it's like, could I write? I, I wanted to write a horror anthology, a collection of of shorter stories or novellas, as it turned out to be. And then, but I, my goal I set for myself, I think it was late August or late, uh, yeah, late August or so. I said, can I get it out by Halloween? Well, that didn't. Last Halloween. So like last eight, Halloween, you were saying, you were saying like, can I get it done in eight weeks? Could I write three new stories? And the answer was no. And, and collect <laughs> no. them and get, yeah. And the answer was not at all. <laughs> uh, but uh, so. You should put yourself up to the challenge. You I got like, two of them done. Well, although they still needed editing, but because I just did first drafts and everything. And I was going to go back and it just. It was not a smart idea, but right. it was a fun exercise. Exactly. That's all that's... And I only half believed I would do it. I kind of was doing it more for the challenge and for the, like you said, and for the exercise of it. But at any rate, and then they kind of got tabled as, as I was working on other things, and, and then we were working on other things, uh, you know, not the least of which creating a television show and exactly. some other things. So, and then I just got the idea. It, it came back to me probably about a month or so ago, like, I want to get that out. And I, and I was going to say, well, maybe I'll just curate there, get them together and do the anthology. I said, you know, what if I just release them each individually, only at least only as eBooks to start and just, just to get them out there because again, they're short. So like this one, so this, I'm making this way too long on it. So my new book, Marrow is out. I released it last Tuesday. So it's been a little over a week. It's a v- exclusive on Amazon Kindle. Uh, just digital. Just digital. Exclusively digital for Amazon Kindle. For now. For now. 
and it's so on Kindle, it's 91 pages. So it's it's obviously longer than a short stories. That's why I'm calling it a novella because it's about a little less than half. The it's length a tweeter of your average book. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just feel like these are stories that don't need. You can say enough. I wanted them to be action packed and exciting and hopefully scary. Uh, this one is definitely gory, um, maybe even gross in a few places, as people yeah. have told me. But um, that's kind of the idea. Uh, so much so you didn't release it under your name. I didn't release it under my but name. But kind of your name. It's, it's basically my name, just a different variation. Because we share the same middle name, so I, I <laughs> like it. So so I released it as B. Andrew Scott, because I thought that sounded better than kinda, Better than B.A. Scott. Yeah, exactly. Be Better than B.A. Baracus Scott. Um, <laughs> so I had this, this Zoe Mero was, I had an idea a long time. Well, actually, the idea came, I kind of borrowed it from, uh, I was listening to an interview once with Guillermo del Toro. And he was talking about wanting to write a vampire. I think it was this movie, Kronos, which I've never even seen. He said, I want to write a, a different kind of vampire story. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, what if it was a vampire that didn't want blood? And I thought, well, that's an interesting take on it. And so I kind of had that idea, too. Well, what else could a creature like that crave? You know, yeah. and then I thought, well, blood is easy to get. What if it was something that was a little harder to get a hold of? So, and that's where the idea, and, which leads to some of the more violent and gory scenes in the which book. Which may be why it's called Marrow. Which is why it's called Marrow. M-A-R-R-O-W. I mean, yes. Yeah, M-A-R-R-O-W, like the stuff that's in your bones. The stuff that you can eat at the California Grill. People do eat, that's right. I've had it, it's delicious. I've never actually had it, but... Uh, now I don't know if I'm reading your book if I will have it again. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not eating human marrow, no. though, at the California Grill. You're eating... Uh, I, yeah. Cow? I assume cow? Yeah, I assume it's beef. Yeah, beef, yeah? Beef I'm a hope so. Um, yeah, some people have told me that I've ruined barbecue ribs for them. And I, well, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, that, I don't know if you tell people that. I, everyone loves ribs. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can ruin it. Again, the ribs in the book aren't cow. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so I, that's kind of where the idea. So it's just the story of a guy who's, who's very sick and he's told he's going to die. And a doctor appears who says, I've got. You know, it, 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 I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but it's just my take on some classic horror tropes. And the doctor says we have this experimental technique we've developed that uh, combines you know, medicine and nanotechnology, which is I sort of borrowed from without, you know, I'm not a scientist. So from Big Hero 6, as I always say, no. yeah, there's a little bit. You're right. Um, Got these nanobots that are like I always tell people, don't uh, think too hard on the science of it. That's just the vehicle to get to where I wanted to get. Yeah, I feel like on uh, Ears of Steel, which I've been listening to, you've been apologizing about that a lot. Yeah, okay, you're like, you're like, then I'll stop. You're like, I'm not a doctor. It's like, we, we, we know. I know. Okay, <laughs> then I'm not, about, you're right, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just expecting that criticism to come. You know? <laughs> just the internet to go. I've, you been on the know. Internet, I've been on the internet long enough to You're expect waiting for it. the Neil yeah. deGrasse Tyson of independent really released horror books to right. be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Bart B. Andrew Scott. Uh, I didn't have time to consult with like any, you know, oncologists or yeah. nanobiologists or whatever. Marrow experts. Marrow chefs. Uh, <laughs> I didn't consult with any chefs. Guy Fieri. But uh, you know, you know, you know. only I could have consulted with Guy Fieri. I don't Fieri. feel like he eats bone marrow. Has he eats bone marrow? I feel like I've never seen that. Yeah, he it's, probably does. Yeah, I just drive in bone yeah. marrow. It's not being served in any triple D feature. No, they're not, they don't have that at the Planet of Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, no. Or the chicken guy. I wouldn't want to eat it from there either. If no. they had it on the menu, I'd be like, I'm, no. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ordering it. It's like there's a. Uh, um, like a brew house type restaurant over here, a brewery. It's not called the brew house. There is a brew house, but that's not what we're talking about. And I once ordered like broccoli or something that was on the menu, and she was, "I've never seen that come out of this kitchen." And I was like, "Okay, I'll have something else then." Uh, you know, <laughs> if you ordered bone marrow at uh, Guy Fieri's, uh, what was it? What did he just say? It's called Guy F Chicken Guy. Chicken Guy. Yeah, no. Well, it's all chicken, so I don't think 
Do chickens not have bone marrow? Well, I mean, do they, chickens have bones? I, I clearly, imagine, yes. I imagine they probably do, but I don't know that. I don't know if anyone eats. It'd be small too, tiny bones. I mean, it's not big when you get it. it but the marrow comes out of a very specific bone usually. But what is that? Because it, it's the uh, we sound like a couple of idiots. It's the bone that looks kind of like a cup. <laughs> I'm gonna Google where does bone marrow that you eat come from? <laughs> yeah, that you eat. I was gonna say from because there are what I did discover in writing this book in the minuscule bit of research I did is there are different kinds of marrow. Long the, bones. What is it? I don't know. Lung bones. Long. Oh, long bones. Well, all right. It may be found in boned cuts of meat purchased from butchers. So those bones. Oh, maybe they just cut bones apart. Maybe cut through them. Make yeah, those they shapes. Can, yeah, they're cut, and then it's like it's sitting in the bone. Yeah, but you scrape you it out s- like butter. You, you're talking about, the, but sometimes I see it in it where it looks it's served in like the upright bone, not in the long version like you're talking about. Oh, I've seen that as well. In fact, I posted a picture of it on Twitter when I was teasing the book. I think the only bone I've I had is almost like it looks like a celery stick of yeah. bone. Oh yeah, no, this I know what you're talking, about. I've seen where it's in the bone that looks. I wonder if it's part of the backbone or something, and they roast it right in. This is the scoop, gro- maybe the grossest episode. Scoop it out and eat it. I know. I think that's the I've thing. I've eaten it. I've I I love it. Yeah, but it's don't you, great. Don't you usually like spread it on bread? You or do. Something? You spread it on bread or yeah. whatever. It's like a it's like a paste, like a butter. I suppose maybe what we should do is find a place that maybe that's what we should do on these nights is find Look, a place tonight that's good for that's known that's, for bone marrow. That apparently, is a reputable restaurant that has bone marrow. Let's Google it. And like we should do like a promotional video, like for me trying Look, marrow. For this is bone marrow Nashville. I don't really like a donating. But I know. That's yeah, not, that's something different. That's a good cause, I'm sure, but that's not. Lachlan Table looks like it may have it. Yeah. So basically, it's a it's a it's a story of it's kind of a, a haunted house set in a, in a hospital. Um, not haunted, I guess, but there's a monster loose in a hospital. How about that? And uh, yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's uh, good. Like I said, it's. I don't know that it's scary, scary. I've never read anything that scared me, but it's certainly uh, disturbing, which is close enough. I like that I am on a Yelp list right now that is best bone marrows in Nashville. There you go. They, they pluralize marrows. See? Bone marrows in Nashville. Well, it's probably because it's served different ways. It says ways. at the George Jones restaurant, which, again, that's like in a museum. Awesome marrow. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Uh, Lachlan Table. Let's see what their, their marrow selection is. The bone marrow is good. However, I thought the amount of marrow in the bone compared to the amount of toasted bread, uh, they clearly didn't like it. Uh, bone marrow was phenomenal. So this was Are you saying there was not enough marrow? Not enough marrow. It's an issue with the bone, not the restaurant, I think. For the amount of bread that's served oh, with the marrow. I'm sorry. looking at it. Yeah, it's like the longer bone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut in half. I don't know if we we have the right attire to drive, go to this place no, tonight. I don't want to. Yeah, no, we can't go anywhere fancy. There's not. Well, like that a, doesn't look that fancy. There's not like a McMarrow's anywhere. That we can. McMarrow's. <laughs> Come on down to McMarrow's. This actually doesn't look uh, that bad. This Na- looks like Nashville hot marrow. It's good. He's been there to the Lachlan table. All right. All right. This do, yeah, it doesn't look like we have to dress up. This is Nashville. This is not. Uh, I can see if there's a reservation. We can have a nice date night. Is it expensive? I mean, I'll I'm, I'll buy your marrow. No, I'm not. <laughs> Now, if only the House of Cards had bone marrow. Oh, I didn't bring a suit. Oh, yeah, you got to be off it. You just got to wear a jacket. I could loan you a jacket. Oh, that's right. That's I'm thinking of the actual Magic Castle. I don't have a uh, lot of jackets left because uh, there was mold that broke out in my my. I, uh, I recall that. In my closet, and I didn't know because it was on like the, sh- the, the area of my closet that had all my suit jackets, mm-hmm. and tuxedos and all this. And then my wife went to go do it for our 10th anniversary. She did like a photo shoot with our kids and like what we wore on our wedding. It was really mm-hmm. sweet. But then when she went to go grab my tux from the wedding, she moved, and there was just black mold everywhere. So that's your new horror book. Now, see, can you look? Are you able to see this? Lean over and look at my screen. That's yeah. kind of what I've used to see the. Yeah, it's like a pilsner full of marrow. A pilsner full of marrow. Now, there's a, here's one that says immunity boosting bone marrow. I didn't. So yeah. maybe it's good for you. Well, yeah. If you, if there's like, 
things. You got to call to get reservations at this place. You already lost me. Bone marrow was an important sacred food for the pre-industrialized Indian cultures living in the Rocky Mountain Range far into the Canadian north during the 19, early 1900s. So that's there you go. So there might even be more to the science in my story than I even allowed there to be. Right, so the bone marrow <laughs> is $15. Yeah, there you go. It's an appetizer. And we'd like that for three, please. So is it? So when you get at the California Grill, is it an appetizer or is it a... It's an appetizer, yeah. It's an appetizer it, served with a little bread. So it? it's always kind of an appetizer, right? I think so. I don't think there's... You, I think there is a limit you have to eating it. It's like, this is really good, but, but in like is. a small dose. I don't think you want to eat. Like, I don't see that being like, let's have this for dinner. Yeah. Just both. It's like you need a salad and something else and then just... I mean, I feel like... I you got to balance like... out eating whatever bone marrow is. I gotta imagine that's kind of like snails or the. I don't know that. Does anybody eat escargot for like a meal, or is that usually like a? I have. Really? Uh, it's been a while. This is like the most disgusting yet elitist episode we've maybe ever done, <laughs> where we're talking about the, the disgusting side of your book about bone marrow, and then eating bone marrow in fancy pants restaurants. You know, it's a semi-solid tissue which may be found within the spongy or mm -hmm. uh, portions of the bones in birds and mammals. Bone marrow is the primary site of new blood production. Now, have you had steak tartare ever? I don't, I've had it. I don't like, uh, I don't like anything raw other than see, other than like uh, sushi. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm bad at that. Like I, it's ingrained in my DNA to want to burn everything. To burn. I mean, I like my, I like my, like, I like a steak or even a burger pretty rare. I like them pretty pink. See, I'm the opposite. But uh, if you tell me uh, the red robin, if I want it pink or no pink, it is no pink. But what scares me the most is with like a steak tartare is it's not only is it raw meat, but then they mix a raw egg into yeah, it. Yeah. It's just so, so it's like, what can we do to take you to the is edge this, of Is this the sickness? sequel? Is this part of the trilogy? No, I just I'm thinking of other steak weird tartare. things. Steak tartare. I'm just thinking of other weird things you can eat. It's actually a monster that comes out of the steak tartare with the egg eye. I never knew that's how you spell steak tartare. There's an E at the end. Yep. It'd be tartare. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so please, it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's uh, just search Marrow by B. Andrew Scott. Or the easiest way, I I put a link on my website. Just go to earsofsteel.com and either slash Marrow or just go to the earsofsteel.com and click on the Marrow tab. And the, yeah. the link is right there. For adults. For adults. That's And that's the reason that I for use For adults a that, that want, like, like, for adults, adults, like language and also yeah, there's language, violence. There's violence, there's gore. Or it's grotesque. Yeah. So. Yeah, so be be warned. I mean, I I know some people that are buying it just because they're it. being nice, and I appreciate that. You don't have to. I mean, I do appreciate that. Uh, if I'm, you're a member of your Patreon community, you get a being on Patreon community you got it for free. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I posted it right on the my others Patreon are going to come out. You're going to keep working so, on them. Yeah. So now I'm working on the second one, which is called Emily Moonlight, and it, it's a much there's some gore in it, but it's tempered. It's compared to this one. The, Marrow is really like my horror coming out party so to speak like it's the most gory the scare the most violent of the three and in fact they get lighter as we go the third one which is called fitzy's revenge is meant to be again there is gore but it's meant to be funny the whole story it takes place in a theme park and that is i will reveal under that all three stories are thinly connected by a by, by very by, Dis plus by disney world thread uh. not disney world but of, uh, by by one theme and that is a theme park that is mentioned in all three and then the, well then the third one takes place within this theme yeah that i made up and that was after uh we went to horror nights you said you know what i love this so much i'm gonna write that's true actually that is true that this so it must have been september because it was horror nights that gave me that that i think really inspired this i mean i was like i want to do something like this but obviously i don't own a theme park and i can't yeah. just create a haunted attraction although I, if i had unlimited funds i probably would 
Yeah. There's been a grocery store that closed by my house years, at least five years ago, that's just been sitting there empty. I'm like, this would be the perfect space. Well, that's what all the Toys R Uses are this year. Yeah. It's all, mine, ours, that's unfortunately, yours. isn't it? Because we, we have the big Halloween store that's tent. Yeah, it's the mall that. parking lot. It's been there forever, so I think they thought people won't know it's there. Yeah. Like, we've been going to that tent for decades, except for the one year that blew down. Uh, <laughs> it was a big orange pumpkin, and you'd walk in, and your eyes would adjust to the, like, your filter out to orange and then you'd leave and everything would be wrong color <laughs> it was kind of awesome i loved it so they changed it back to a white tent are we going out live no okay good um not that it matters i just noticed the monitor we just on. didn't have anybody to, to switch oh i don't care uh what was i gonna say marrow do you have halloween stores halloween hot spirit stores down here yeah there's one in uh like madison I okay because i did I we, do, we have t- halloween time and halloween express yeah. i saw the tent, tent the halloween express tent last night yeah. i thought that's kind of interesting yeah. and i saw another tent uh, rugs, it's usually rugs. Maybe it was rugs. I couldn't tell if it was pictures or rugs. I was, <laughs> it's I was, usually, I was yeah. heading down. Is it Mallory, Mallory or Moore's? What's the one that goes past the mall and everything? They both go past uh, the mall. So actually, I think Mallory. The back way. Like if, yeah. I was, if I was going to the hotel, I usually stay at Mallory. Yeah. And uh, secret time, I ended up getting Buffalo Wild Wings last night. Oh. So I went and picked it up. And which I don't think I'm going to, this. let's sidetrack here for a second because this is also a BLT. Yeah. This is the second time I've had Buffalo Wild Wings carry out, and I'm telling you, in the short time it took me to get from my room, from the place to my room, it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah, I don't, ice cold. Something was. They weren't even cold. No, they weren't cold. That's the word. But they just tasted weird. They almost tasted like plasticky or something. And I mean, they're in a cardboard box. Maybe it's but, the ambiance of being in a Buffalo Wild Wing. Maybe it the is cool beer and the. And the good lighting in the bathrooms. And the fries were already like kind of weird and rubbery by the time I got So I'm not, I uh, wasn't too happy with that. But anyway. Uh, well, maybe tonight. We got to figure out if we don't go to Bone Marrow Plus, yeah. which we could. We could, but There's I also think, the Chicago Pizza there. Place we haven't tried. That's right. We do need to do that. Okay. But I don't know if that's good for your, uh, I mean, Bone Marrow's not great for you, but I don't know if. Uh, Listen. I like that you come here and try Chicago Pizza Place just to be like, I will tell you if it's real. Well, I mean, as I've always said, the, the, whole, the whole concept of Chicago style pizza is kind of a myth. What does that mean? It's a myth. Well, what you does go it mean? It's what does everywhere. It mean to you? If I, a Chicago style pizza, what does that mean to you? Deep dish pizza. Exactly. Well, like do you with know the, how often people, the cheese most, and the sauce on top. Do you know how often most people in the Chicagoland area actually eat deep dish? Yeah, probably not that much. Not because very everyone's often ordering their Domino's We're, still. Well, no, but we, we usually order from local places. But the actual true Chicago style pizza is a thin crust that's box cut. Meaning you don't get triangles, you get squares. Yeah, like a Domino's pizza. Oh, does Domino's? <laughs> yeah, that's how Domino's thing crust is. In so long. Oh, we could change that tonight if you want. Because <laughs> uh, that's one right near my house. I think I'd rather try the Chicago. Style. I think probably. Uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's the hot chicken thing here. I mean, people eat yeah. the hot chicken, but it's not. It's become more of a thing the last yeah. few years. It's like in forty years when no one's still eating hot chicken in Nashville, and they're like, everyone has hot chicken. I mean, so, I've but, been but, coming here since I've been coming here monthly since November, and and not only have I never had hot chicken, I've never seen you eat hot chicken. <laughs> I mean, and that's almost a year. I don't. I like it, but it's, it's a, a thing. It's a thing. It's a tourist attraction. Like, what's the difference? Prince's like, hot chicken is like the original. It's yeah. actually there's one right near my house we can yeah. go to. Um, not right near my house, but 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and then the other one is like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's uh. Well, didn't wait a minute? Didn't you guys go to some hot chicken place when actually when Tim was yeah, here? Yeah, Tim with, and Tyler were here. Yeah, Tim we Tyler. went to we went to Prince's Hot Chicken. Okay. And that's sort of the original. I don't think we went to the original location. We went to the no. other one. The original location, I mean, I've only had it once or twice, but medium and like that big will blow your face off. That's what I- It hurts. It hurts in the back of your brain. And see, I like spicy food, but not no. to where you. it's painful. But now it's like tempered down for tourists. Yeah. So now there are lots of hot chicken places. 
that you can get. You know, we can do that tonight if you want. I, see, if I'm now, if I'm sick, if I were stuffed up or had like a sinus thing, I would love that because it just, you know, your head just opens up, everything drains out. But otherwise, I want to actually enjoy what I'm eating. I'd, I'm, I prefer flavor over spice. Yeah. You know, spicy food originated just as a way of preserving it, but. Uh, the only I would I would someday if I'm ever have any kind of real notoriety, I mean not nothing no, no offense to Thanks. BLT lunch break Thanks. of course, or scare zone or or a TV show that you were a writer on or yeah, you but know I was not a wrestler on it. Okay, neither was Nobody's I. Nobody's looking but, at the you know how do we get the creative producer of Dojo Pro because I want to do hot ones that would be like yeah. one of my goals. Oh, to be on Hot Ones. My bucket list would be to be on the if show. If people don't hot know, Hot Ones is a internet, YouTube uh, series yeah. where essentially a celebrity is interviewed by a host, and they, the whole time they eat progressively hotter wings. Yeah, they have a tray of, of buffalo wings in front of them, and each one has a different sauce, and like so they go up the Scoville chart. Um, and the host it keeps a straight face pretty much the whole yeah, time. and he does it every time with yeah. them, too, which is insane to me. And asks, you know, fun, like he's asking us regular interview questions. Yeah, it's like a straight interview, except they're eating hot wings. And, and so they start sweating. And- are when people just fall apart. Yeah. Some people quit halfway through, like uh, Mike Epps didn't finish. He got he quit halfway through, and a few other people. But then some people, like uh, uh, actually Guy Fieri has done it. He he ran the whole board. Burt Kreischer, I think Burt Kreischer might have actually turned me on to the show. He's done it. Yeah. Um, Rachel Ray just came in and just drank the hot sauces straight. She didn't even want the wings, which is insane. So I would love to do that just to see could I do it. Yeah, we could do it without it. We could just do it tonight. We just have to. They tell you what sauce it says. I know, but if I'm gonna die, you want to you want to go out. You want to go out some notoriety. You want your family at least to like have be prideful of it. Yeah, maybe sell some books to to take care of the kids or something. That's the marrow guy. Uh, Yeah, he died on hot ones. (laughs) Actually, their season finale, the season just wrapped, was Jeff Goldblum, and it's priceless. I have to watch. I haven't seen it. He's great. Although I will personally, I want. I feel that he didn't, even though spoiler alert, he does complete the board, so to speak. Kind of half eats it. He barely eats. The, each one, he just takes like a tiny little bite. And he also was eating vegan chicken wings. I didn't know Jeff Goldblum was a vegan. I didn't either. Which is weird. I watched him cook, and I don't think he was cooking cook- vegan yeah, on that cooking Maybe show. Maybe he just chose to have vegan wings that time. Maybe he doesn't like regular chicken wings. Maybe it's not good to have that many wings. That are that. Well, they, he's not that many. It's like what, like a six? I think it's eight. Okay. I think they, have, they do eight. Well, I definitely can knock out eight wings. Yeah, not a problem. I could knock out eight wings before I eat another eight wings. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. I know. I'm not. So, so anyway, we'll so, see. so Marrow is out now. Just go to earsteel.com slash Marrow or just go to earsteel.com, click on the link. If you do, like, if you're just an Amazon person, it's not that hard. You just type in. No, I know. You should probably type in Marrow Scott, which is your new uh, <laughs> Maybe. pen Maybe. name. The problem is if you just type Marrow. I'm sure there's other There's things. a million. It was probably the worst choice of a name. I wanted a simple name, but there's a, there are multiple right, If you just type in Marrow Scott. Marrow Scott. Okay. The first, it comes up. Number one. Number two. And number three, your Marrow Transplant Reviews. Oh, really? And a lot of other things. And then, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. ER, Marvin's Room. Marvin's Room? Yeah. <laughs> Footloose. A... I don't know why. No, Flashdance, <laughs> not Footloose. Yeah, because if you just type in Marrow itself. Well, just don't. Uh, you get. Other stuff. Marrow, love, loss, and what matters most. Digging up the we marrow. We could just buy marrow bone flavored dog snacks for you. <laughs> Ancestral supplements, grass-fed bone marrow. <laughs> marrow bone, which is a movie. Is that magic? Marrow name? bone. Another book called Marrow, The Marrow Thieves, Marrow of the Spirit. Uh, I don't know what some of these are. Yeah, so I, and I'm way down here. But I do have six reviews now. If you are listening to this on BLT, you should be listening to Scare Zone if you enjoy BLT because – this month, like we were mic'd the whole time. Again, right. we were there. So you kind of have what will eventually be about a three-hour BLT 
cut That's up. That's true. Because it's, but except for it's us mostly going, it's so hot. It's just I know. Like last year, we were all like chipper and we happy. Were, yeah. The, and this year was just it was brutal. The whole the event was fine. It was very yeah. good. But like we were uncomfortably sweaty. From the I mean, when we got to Universal, there was a long when I I got there a little bit before you. There was a media check in was supposed to be at five thirty, and I got there at five thirty, and I just walk up to near the gates, and I see this gigantic line, mm-hmm. and it was very very uncomfortably warm. So I literally was like, "Where can I go?" And I ended up in the NBC Universal, uh, was it Brew Pub Grill Grill Bar or something Grill Brew, brew, brew whatever brew. it is. I'd never been in there before, and I sat down at the bar, ordered something cold. Enjoyed my time while I waited for you. I was watching, weirdly, the Orlando Magic game that I was at 10 years ago <laughs> when they lost the finals, was playing in the bar. So it was both like, oh, good memories, and also like, oh, great. Got to relive this. Mm-hmm. And what's weird, I was telling you, if you watch TV from like 20 years ago, it's like, oh, that looks really old. Sports from 10 years ago looks like it could be happening live because the, the quality is pretty much the same. So I was like, wait a second. Is he back on the Magic? Wait, that's the old logo. Wait a second. <laughs> But the, but they're, I don't know when the switch happened because I was watching a baseball game from the '90s, which doesn't seem that long ago, and it looked like it might as well oh. have been from the '60s. Oh, I know. It, it is the type on the screen and stuff. Well, TV from the '60s and the '50s looks better than a lot of TV from the '80s. Like whether the what restoration happened? process, they're shooting on film, whatever it was. Yeah, maybe because you look at I Love Lucy or the Dick Van Dyke Show, and it looks stunning. Yeah, black and white, but, but stunningly crisp. If you watch the first season of Cheers. It looks like it's terrible. I know. It's like everything is brown and blurry. Uh, like that same even like the that's first. My next, that's my next book. That's, that's my like autobiography. The, brown and blurry. Like the first Ghostbusters has that like that hue to it too. Where everything was brown and yeah, grainy. And grainy. Yeah. That's right. I tried watching. Actually, I I was flipping channels and I saw uh, that for some reason the TV in my hotel room like shows the you see the menu before the actual picture comes up oh. as you're flipping. So it's a WKRP. I'm like I haven't watched that in forever. So I kind of flip back oh. to it. It looks terrible. Yeah. It's, uh, and that was, you know, one of those that was shot live, you know, so it looks like, you know, there's a difference between watching a show that's shot live versus a film, pre-film, like, like Cheers versus, uh, I don't want to say. Like a three-camera sitcom or a one-camera. Is that what the difference is? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? But some of Shot them, in front of a live studio audience? Yeah. Yeah. Which looked, but there were some, looked like different strokes looked live. Right. Cheers looked filmed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Cheers, I think, was filmed in front of Studio they were all filmed from a studio audience. Some of them, the actual, it must be the film that they Yeah, have. actual stock. Some yeah. of them look like you're watching a live recording, and some yeah. look like you're watching a movie, so to speak. Yeah. And and KRP was one that looked alive, but man, it was so, everything looked blurry. The yeah. pieces looked blurry. The first couple of seasons, we watched all of Frasier through multiple times, and the first season of Frasier. It was rough. And then yeah. by like season five, it switches to HD, or maybe season seven. Oh, really? So like all of a sudden, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. I tried doing that. I tried starting. Friends is the same thing. I tried starting uh, Frasier from the beginning a year or two ago, but I only didn't get very far in. But it, see, it picks up season yeah. two, season oh, three. It's a great show. It's just oh, it's still fantastic. It's it holds up so incredibly well. But season two, season three is really when it gets gets cooking. I just find it hard to commit to any TV shows anymore. Like I would love to find a show. Well, to it's been binge. off the air for fifteen years. So I'd love to find a show to just binge, like something on Netflix or whatever. But well, it's on. It's on Netflix. It's just, I know that's where I was watching it, yeah. but it's just it's Dick Van Dyke Show gone on Netflix this week. Oh, you're kidding! In September 30th. I was actually watching it on there not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did watch. Uh, I don't know why, but because we're talking about Frasier, that uh, the movie he's got out with Kristen Bell on Netflix. I've seen it advertised much. I haven't watched it's good. it. Yet. I liked it a lot, actually. I'm kind it's of surprised. A, a it random more... thing that's on there. It's so random. It's called Like Father, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. In fact, yeah. I got a little bit emotional about it. It was a very good movie, but 
haven't seen it. And Seth Rogen has a very strange cameo. Oh, I found out his wife wrote and directed it. That's uh, why. But I was like, why did Seth Rogen just appear and do this weird scene? But it also reminded me, I don't know, because we did the pod cruise, I was like, oh, this is kind of, mm-hmm. looks kind of familiar. Yeah, and uh, I guess there's a scene where they do come sail away. Yes. Which, if you go back 10 years ago, Will and I did that on a cruise Another, on, a TV, well, on a TV show. So, you know, you, you can were, find that, I'm maybe sure. you should scan the credits and I'm see shirtless, if someone blow it uh, in the wind. was involved. Maybe you owed some royalties. Someone on. ripped me off? Yeah. I don't think so. That only maybe. happens on Nickelodeon. So it wouldn't be the first time. Only, only Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Allegedly. I don't, know, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Lodian is a fine, upstanding corporation. Yeah. I'm, I, I, yes, they're good people. Their studio. I don't know anyone are. works there anymore, so it's okay. Oh, okay. I wish I did. They've all uh, since left. SpongeBob quit. My uh, daughter, office. my daughter last night, uh, I sent a picture to Will, a gif of uh, SpongeBob, and she saw it on my phone. And she goes, oh, look, it's SpongeBob. Bible. Sponge Bible. Bible. Oh, Sponge Bible. Which then I started thinking of. He does kind of, he's kind of in the shape of a Bible. He's like a Sponge Bible. Oh, but you could come up with a really good, like, Christian parody uh-huh. series. Sponge Bible. Sponge Bible. Yeah. You, the you sell the shirts. Yeah. Or at least, yeah. Yeah. Remember these, like, parody shirts and, oh, like, Christian I, I think they still do. Sponge Bible. Uh, the one that killed it all, I still have it somewhere. Uh, actually, we'll talk about this one <laughs> the air. Uh, it was a Mountain Dew uh, parody shirt. I'll let y'all figure it out after that. But it was the, oh I yeah mean, I, yeah I think about this. yeah just think about yeah yeah I, I I had one that my dad got me that said heavenly metal oh rock the hell out of you <laughs> and then the whole back had some message that used all these different like metal songs like uh-huh. the number of the beast is whatever you know yeah. but anyway but well, that's what um uh, on the DC Talk cruise they did a couple years ago Kevin Max his because each one of them released like an exclusive shirt and his was a Christian. T- parody t-shirt like uh-huh. like ironic and it had all like the prog rock and like bands of like like okay. the cure for my oh, yeah, like, so the, the cure for thing. my depeche mode is you know <laughs> is jesus <laughs> something like that and it looked like all their logos and people yeah. were like kevin this is the corniest thing ever he's like it's like a joke it's a joke <laughs> it's like, yeah i thought you were gonna say they each released a separate album like and i started thinking of the, of the kiss, kiss 40th <laughs> anniversary the yeah they did that they did the solo albums did they really? but it was just oh, it was yeah. one album but it was all they each had their own like chunk of it and much like kiss that was the beginning of the end yeah, uh, yeah see because when you can't you can't stand to be in a studio together, then uh, is that? Well, we probably shouldn't get into that. But anyway. that's not. No, I don't know a lot about them. So. I know too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got a cruise going on next year. The DC doctors. They're going to do it when we take a year off a of pod cruise. We'll, we'll alternate years. Which we are. <laughs> so yeah. So basically. 2020, when we do the pod cruise again, um, they'll take a year off, and we'll come back, and we'll switch off with them every other year. I think maybe we should do it. We should work on a scare zone cruise. Well, technically, it was, I mean, that was part of it. It technically was, but maybe. We had a ton of people at first from ScareZone be like, I'm in. And then uh, we started adding on. Then BLT took off. And yeah. It became, it became more BLT people. Because more said, pod without naming names, people involved with Horror Nights wanted to be on the They shows. all wanted to come. Um, but I could not get really enough people to make it worthwhile. Right. But, because it was like, we still had like 70 people on the board. I'm like, that honors. But once you had me and you and Will and Grease, mm-hmm. uh it was a lot of people yeah. and our wives. Um, yeah. So we had to be able to like, to bring in, yeah, I don't think they care. Like you know, your James Keaton's and your Kleins and your like, Bill and Ted guys, like a lot of people wanted to do it. Um, we just couldn't necessarily you know, get, the, we, we, it almost had to be, it's a weird thing. Cause we, we would have had to say, okay, we're going to do this mm-hmm. and take the bet yeah. that people will book. 
I feel like if we could have actually said, hey, these people are coming. We, well, that was the question. You might have sold we could have. a lot more cabins. We probably could have, but you also, my only problem with that. It's always one, a gamble, for sure. Universal will have to prove some of it. I know. that's, uh, And that's going to be not easy. I mean, I was thrilled. If they gave us a guest this week, we had Patrick Brailler. Not, well, not Patrick Brailler. We, we had on the ship. Doesn't mean we have to broadcast what they say. I mean, <laughs> no, we, we could do exclusive content. Yeah. We didn't have Patrick Brailler. We had Charles Gray on this year. Yeah, you had Charles Gray on this year. Patrick last year. Mm-hmm. And then Charles the year before that. So that I'm glad chance. I said his name right then, Brailler, because I said it on my podcast. I, I hope like, that's right. Saying that right. I think it is Brailler. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what the girl that introduced them said. At the media event. At the media event, yes, which you can also see a bit of on my blog. And you can see, we feel like we're plugging everything. You can see, you can hear the whole audio on our Patreon. Oh, that's right. I put it on there, so. Well, and also they can go to. You can probably um, find it on every vlogger's your, site. Your co-host, uh, Chris Ripley's. Uh, Dr. Ripley. Um, HHN Unofficial. I almost said Haunted Horror Nights. HHN Unofficial. On the Haunted face- Horror Nights is what I'm starting in the, on the, the <laughs> Toys R Us. Uh, on the Facebook page, uh, I live streamed it for them. On are, your their- kids, are your kids trick-or-treating still? Yeah, oh, you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Have they decided yeah. what they're going to be? I don't know. I don't. It changes all the time. Yeah. All I know is my daughter, my youngest daughter, wants me to be French fries. But like, not in a family costume. I don't just no. She just said she wants me to go with French fries. So I don't know. If she wants to be like you know, like Target has those. It almost looks like a poncho. You just pull over yourself. Uh-huh. And it's a package of French fries. So, so I would just like that idea. If you were all like, oh, well, the burger fries. Oh yeah, no, that'd be fine. Know, but no, just fries. No, she just wants me to randomly be French fries. So well, you can find Dana last year, and you could be he could be Frylock. If only. But he wasn't fried. He was Master he Shake. He was Master Shake. Which, which uh, yeah, yeah, one of my fans, yeah. Um, uh, last year, you know, I bought that Beast mask Beast from Beauty and the Beast, the the one that was modeled after the cartoon, not the whatever CGI thing they did last year. And which I is a better-looking Beast mask, I believe, than what they have in the parks. Than what they have in the movie, yeah. And in the parks. Oh, in the parks, yeah. The parks, they have that weird stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah. That, that costume that they have in the parks for the Beast is terrible. Now, we said this once on WDWT and got lots of hate did to you? know that, All but right. I thought well, it was. Show. I agree. I think it's terrible. And you've probably got more. It's, for the Scare Zone people, they're mostly Universal fans, so they don't mind. But. Yeah, but, well, yeah, when I, because I feel like even that show, when I go see, like, the Beauty and the Beast show, part of me is like, there's a bunch of big stuffed animals yeah, flopping around. Move, right? like, yeah. uh, arms just hanging at the bottom. It actually it always reminds me of the Six Flags by me, Six Flags Great America outside of Chicago. I talk about this all the time, but back in the 80s, they used to have a stage show every year that featured all the Looney Tunes characters, but in costume, you know, like a Disney type, like, like the Beauty and the Beast show. Yeah. But they were great, at least as, as I remember them as a kid. But my favorite one was one year, and that was the thing I looked forward to because it was different every year. I think this one, Marriott. It used to be Marriott's Great America before it was Six Flags took it over. And I look forward to it every year, the new show, because I didn't, especially I didn't like roller coasters when I was like eight or nine years old. Same here. And one year they did one where it was, uh, this is your life for the Tasmanian devil. And Bugs was the host. And they had all the characters coming out on stage. And I mean, it was amazing. They had a foghorn, laghorn costume and everybody coming out. I have a but, recollection of something like that. We had Six Flags Over Georgia. And I oh, feel yeah, like we had sure. something similar. They, yeah, they probably, I'm sure they were all connected somehow because yeah. they had the WB yeah. contract. But they throughout this This Is Your Life thing, they were bringing out all these different Tasmanian devil costumes. And then the biggest one was the Himalayan devil. And it was, I mean, in my memory, it was giant. like 20 feet tall. It probably wasn't. But that's what it, like you could see like the arms just hung at the sides and had the big giant head. That's what the beast costume looks like to me. Right, well, it looks completely off balance. I'm, I'm surprised they don't fall over all the time. Yeah, I, I don't like it. It's the, probably yeah. the worst costume of all. But anyway, we went down this line 
I don't know. I think the Jack the Jack Skellington looks a little weird too. But he looks weird. But, he's got a chin. <laughs> but I like he can move and he can yeah, kind of he can I mean, talk. He's a regular person. He's yeah. only one of the few characters that talks to you. Right. That still kind of is a mascot. And I think that's why he has to have his chin exposed. Because yep. you know Jack Skellington doesn't have a chin. But um, but we got him is because I bought that beast mask. Well, he, he has the like, jawbone, but it's just round. Yeah, the one in the parks. It's you see the guy's human chin, human so chin. he can Paid it. interact with people. I then I got like a white dress shirt, and I bought actually I have a purple tablecloth that I was using for book signings for the Cats of the Castle because the color scheme that the publisher used was purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I actually like tied that over my shoulders like the beast cape, you know. You could also go as meatloaf. And, well, you could, just take well, your mask like, off. There's many reasons I could go as meatloaf. <laughs> and I put the mask on and my youngest flipped out. So I couldn't even like dress up. Like in a bad them. Yeah, Oh, for Halloween yeah. last year. Yeah, for Halloween. Yeah. Would not let me put the mask on. And that's what happened with my girls when that's I right. came out with the, I had blue face paint you on to be beyond you. And they screamed and yelled, and I had to go wipe all the blue off. So now I just look like I have this weird blue That's true. headpiece. I have it on the back of my phone yeah, always. Yeah, where it's like, just, or I have a blue beard for apparently no reason. Yeah. I couldn't get the blue out of my beard for like a couple of days. <laughs> so, yeah, kids just ruin Halloween. Yeah. For us adults. Kids ruin Halloween. Kids ruin yeah. Halloween for us grown ups. Man, I can't wait till my kids are older so, so I can quit yeah. ruining my fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. It's like one day. Well, same I'll, thing. Like I would love to do like a full like decorate my yard and do a whole thing, but I can't because my kids are afraid of everything. My kids are cool with that. We do it. We don't go too scary though. We go like no, that's the thing. They let me put a skeleton and some some gravestones. And you I have that a, a we, Jack Skellington. Thing. Last year we had giant dinosaurs, like a big. I remember that T Rex bone set and like these eggs that popped out, and they were a little scared of it. We tried to get the audio to turn off of it, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty big deal in our neighborhood. No, I wanted like my my stepdad has like a animatronic this like mad scientist and he's holding like a beaker and like his eyes light up and stuff i was like can we and he doesn't use them like i'm like what if we get papa's mad scientist and he's got a thing that pulls its own head off it looks like uncle fester i'm like what if we get them like what are we talking about like no we don't want that they don't want them anywhere near our house my grandfather and i'm sure that's where my halloween love came from is he had all of that like the zombie hands coming out and like this was in the 80s so it wasn't Mm -hmm. like i feel like you go to a Halloween store now, they have everything. He had like a full, like big giant cauldron yeah. that would that had filled with dry ice that would be smoking. Like he was all into into the, that Halloween season. I wish I had kept his cauldron, but I remember after he passed away, trying to like I found it, but like just moving it like Whoa. myself because yeah. it wasn't like a toy. It no. was like I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> like cast iron. I don't know what he did to use it for the rest of the year. Spells apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think he was into that. Uh, it was mainly football. Mm. And uh, and Halloween. <laughs> That's funny. I know. Like you go into a speaking of spirit store, and all the animatronics that they have now are just like amazing. Like this year, they have this big scarecrow thing that's mm-hmm. incredible. And last year, they had a werewolf, or maybe it's this year they had this werewolf. And I'm like, I would love to have this full life size werewolf on my front porch, but not till the kids grow up a little older. But uh, yeah. So for those who haven't uh, listened to scare or who people are on scarezo now, we've had like a week to like. And for BLTT, we've had a week to kind of, or almost two, to settle in from Horror Nights. Oh, it's been, it's. It'll be two on. weeks. Three, no, isn't it? No, it'll be two weeks two? tomorrow. Okay, two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Um, you said like on your your show, like, because we had, we were also very heat, hot, a lot of issues, but you kind of let it set in a little bit more. And I feel like the same way for me now is the event has has grown on me some. I've only went once, kind of thinking back on it. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was a cool. And that's what happens when you go do the houses. When you do 10 houses in one night. Everything starts to blur, and you yeah. kind of have to like then settle down. And be like, oh yeah, that was a great. Yeah. Like I'm hearing other people's videos and seeing clips, uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, or we didn't, and that's what I said too. And, you know, and also like, 
So when I was vlogging, I was just using my iPhone. That's that's all I ever use. Well, an iPhone doesn't pick up anything in those houses unless yeah. they're really brief, well-lit scenes. Yeah. So then going back and watching like Tim Tracker's he walkthroughs because he was there that night as well. So he I got, saw he was a zombie or uh, he, was, uh, he was a, a vampire. vampire last night. Amazing? Yeah. I know. I texted him like, you were a scare actor. Yeah, and nobody knew. He was walking around Vamp 85. Well, I wouldn't I, have recognized either him. Either last night or the yeah. night before. I'm assuming it was last night. Um, and uh, I was watching their videos of, like, for instance, like, it's no secret, when we came out of Trick or Treat, I was a little disappointed because that was the one I was the most looking looking forward to. And one of the things that I didn't like was what my favorite segment of the movie is with Anna Paquin and, and the werewolf girls. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the 20-year-old movie or 15-year-old movie. Uh, actually, it's probably 10, but whatever. Um, I was like, I wanted to see like just werewolves like jumping out or, you know, like couldn't they at least had one of the puppets from American Werewolf or whatever? Well, when I'm watching Tim's video, there was one, and we just either our timing was off when it lunged or what we didn't even see it. So I no, guess I didn't see it. Yeah. And that's why, again, I just think it's if ever there's an argument for going through those houses multiple times, which again, we were on a media tour, so we didn't have the time to go. I mean, I guess we could have gone and got in line, but. We were exhausted. We were spoiled at that point in time. Yeah, we were spo- and by the time you've done 10 houses in a row, within a couple of hours, you're just beat. Yeah, I recommend, I mean, we haven't done it yet, but I recommend if you have the opportunity to split this event up in oh, at least sure. two nights, to do it and not to do all 10 at once. I also think there are really great houses this year and some you can skip. Yeah. So I've talked to my buddies like Dave Adams, who uh, he does uh, Sideline Warning, the podcast. Uh, he's coming up to do, I think, Nashville Nightmare with me in a few weeks. Uh, I t- He was going for one night. And I was like, here's your must-dos. Yeah. And then the rest, if you have time. And honestly, if you're just a like border, like a, oh, I'm here for horror nights because I want to try it out. I think you do the scare zones, do mm-hmm. three or four houses, hit those rides because they're five minute waits. And I think <laughs> that's my only thing is I do feel like last year, personally, I felt like there were more must do houses. Yeah. Like for me, if I had to make that list. Yeah, I don't but think there were other than maybe Blumhouse, one that we both were like, eh. that we hated. Yeah. yeah. So this, and someone actually, I just had this conversation last night uh, with our friends Mark and Crystal. They said, do you think we can do all 10 houses in two nights? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Don't do them all in one night at, yeah. by any means. That's the one thing I don't recommend. Because uh, even if you're doing an RIP tour, which I do recommend, you don't have to do all 10. I mean, you could go back and repeat a couple. If, if it's you, a private if RIP tour. If it's a private yeah. RIP tour. Right, if it's regular, you just have to do everything. You, you do what they're told. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what we are. We were kind of on what would be like a non-private correct. RIP tour. You're just kind of guiding around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so this year, I, if I told people to skip anything, I would, I mean, personally, I didn't think the Halloween house was that great. It was, I got scared because it was just jump scare. It was just Michael yeah. Myers jumping out at me with a knife 57 times. And I was telling people, look, if you have any kind of issue with like strobe lights in your face, like we both said, that dead exposure just made us physically uncomfortable. Yeah, and I've seen some people said this is their favorite. It's their favorite house. So what do we know? Maybe we it again. It's all subjective. It's it, all opinions. And this is something the internet needs to embrace is that people are allowed to have differing opinions of you. This is just the way we felt. Some of us have medical conditions. Some of us right, that we, exactly. Something we didn't know. Uh, <laughs> and like a lot of people hate this year's Blum House. I'll tell you, I actually didn't mind it. It's, I liked it's it. in the middle for me. I thought it was interesting. It actually made me curious to watch Happy Death Day. The purge part, eh, whatever. But I was curious about the Happy Death Day to see how that all kind of see it kind of flipped. I mean, like, I liked the purge part. Did you? I think I did because I just thought maybe it's because it was because I haven't seen Happy Death Day and the repetitive yeah. nature of it. I was like, okay, I don't even know what I'm looking at that's supposed to be different. Yeah. But the purge one, because you know, it was just scary. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for sure, uh, Poltergeist. It, it seems to be everyone's favorite house yeah. across yeah. the board. Last night, I, Poltergeist had a longer line than Stranger. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. I thought Poltergeist is definitely a must do. You do uh, say it funny. 
What? Poltergeist. Poltergeist? You say poltergeist. Poltergeist? Pol- every time. Poltergeist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get Not really. The, the a little bit. You, you said that on, on, <laughs> uh, on there. Like, I think I said it weird. Like, yeah, you I are. Like you say poltergeist. It. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, uh, yeah. Poltergeist. Uh, uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. No, I think you're, it's, it's German, right? Is the be- I think by far it was the best house this year. For, so for me, it goes poltergeist, scary tales, slaughter cinema, probably seeds, although it did, I, I got a genuine scare in yeah. that, but it looks so cool. Um, and then I, I mean, those are my top four. I don't even know where I would yeah. go from there. Yeah, I've done mine, but I think mine are still the same. Which I thought Poltergeist, I liked Stranger Things, they give me my number two. Then probably, I think I said Carnival Graveyard, Scary oh, Tales, Graveyard would probably be my fifth. And then, oh, well, then Seeds, I think, after yeah. that. And then the rest, I feel like, is a give or take. Yeah, like everything other than that was still good, like Trick or, trick or Treat, and uh, whatever other, even the Bum House. And whatever the other ones were at the top of my head, I'm not sure. Those were all okay. Yeah. And none of them, I think, blew me away. So I think if you could only hit half of them, which I'd actually kind of suggest, mm. do those four or five and then. And then pick a couple of the others. Yeah, or go hit some rides. Yeah. The only two that I would ask, if I were if we were going again to, tonight, if you're like, hey, let's go horror night somehow, I'd be like, the only two that I would definitely say we don't even have to worry about going to those would be Dead Exposure and Halloween. Yeah, that's the same. Not interested. I don't. Yeah, I don't care to do either of those again. Ever, yeah. I if I go to. back with friends, I will say let's. I would rather go do the Mummy, or I'd rather yeah. go do uh, that and Academy of Villains. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I, I don't, really, I, I've seen. I wouldn't. That, that would. would have an extra hour to watch yeah. to go do some more stuff. Yeah. So, so. All right, man. And I still don't feel like we got. I, I feel like the other thing with this too is that we always miss at least one scare zone. And I don't feel like we really got the harvest. Yeah. Because we walked through it before the thing had even started. And then so. when it was closed. And then when it was closed, yeah. I have to say, we were there when it closed, and they were like, this year, where I do feel like other years it's been, all right, it's closing, Gradually it's kind of slowly yeah. closed. This was like, lights on, get out. Yeah, remember they wouldn't even <laughs> let us walk us. They're like, you got to turn and go that way. Yeah, we had walked all the way past uh, Springfield. <laughs> like Men in Black. And, and they like, were nope. just like, nope, you have to go back to the gates yeah. the other way. Uh, and yeah, they wouldn't even let us circle back by, uh, not Hogwarts, but by Diagon Alley. Yeah. We had to turn back around and go the way we came. Yeah, that wasn't was fun. And they turned on the lights on, turned the music yeah. off, and legit were like, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, it was like a bar at closing time. Right. Everybody, finish them up, get out. Yeah, and it kind of killed the vibe there. And it was like right at one. Like, it was right strike at one. a one o'clock, they were just like, get out. And I've heard, usually it used to be, in the same with Disney World, if you get in line before park close, you can you're going to get on the ride. Here they said that if you got, they got about an hour and a half into the line at extra at Stranger Things, and they made people leave. Oh really? Yeah, they, they they I guess now they are closing for capacity, yeah. which they've never really done before. So now when a line hits a certain point at a certain time, so don't maybe don't try that trick if it's a busy night. Oh, don't yeah. try getting online right before close yeah, and think you're gonna make it. Close, at least not for those kind of houses. Now back if you're back in the back and you're doing seeds, mm-hmm. probably gonna be fine. But because you're probably gonna get through that line really quick. Yeah. But if you're trying to do it for stranger things, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> What was the house that we were passing the line that was in like complete darkness? It was towards the oh, way yeah. back of the member. I think it might have been trick or treat. I think it was trick or treat. It was one of the ones in the back that was, yeah, you were yeah. legit in. They were in pitch black and standing <laughs> in line. I felt bad. I'm like, something bad could happen here. Right. And we were even like tripping over things. Yeah. And, like, so be prepared. Maybe take a flashlight. Well, they let you into the flashlight. You have well, a phone. Well, your phone's a flashlight. That's true. Good point. Your phone's everything now. Yeah. So let me ask you, you know those, they had those light up skull things. Uh-huh. Is that for, are those for kids to like not be messed? Cause you know, I've always heard they give a, if you bring a kid, they'll give them a glow stick. So the scary actors know not to bother them. I didn't know that was a thing. Or to be, 
Really? They do that at like Six Flags. Oh, well, I, and, I, it, I, I, I'm only repeating what I heard D. Snyder say, so I don't know if it's true or not. That may be a thing. I've never heard that. And I saw they have this year on all the merchandise carts, they had these skull, I think you just, skull lanyard things. No, I think that's just a cool It's just a cool, cool trinket. Bobble. But no, I know that like at some of them they do have that at some horror events, but I've never noticed that yeah. horror nights. I didn't notice any either, and I did see some kids there. Yeah. Um, which kids are welcome. Pregnant people are welcome. Everyone's welcome at horror nights, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Bart me had I'm some heat. Fully accepting of the. Of the I, I just you, you know, just had some medical concerns. Make your, I was concerned for someone. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, right. well, I think this is a good place. That's a good. That's a good one. That was a fun show. All right. So Marrow is at Bart Scott. No, B Mar- Scott. B Andrew. No, I'm Mar- screwing this up already. <laughs> just go to Scott. Go to earsofsteel.com and click on the little tab for Marrow, and it'll take you right to the Amazon. Well, then the Amazon link is right there. Save yourself <laughs> trouble, or go to Amazon, type in. Six different words to find me. So, but I appreciate it. it's cheap. It's only four ninety nine. Um, if you're on Amazon already, watch Dojo Pro. Watch it's available while you're still there. for free. You might as well watch a couple episodes of Dojo Pro now. Also, and don't again. Somebody again yesterday said, "Oh, I had someone text me and say, so your book is only an ebook." I'm like, "Yeah, it's for a Kindle." And she's like, "Well, I don't have a Kindle." She's like, oh, "I'd love to read, it, but I don't have a Kindle." Yes, you do. If you have a smartphone, if you're texting me right now, you have a Kindle. Yes, if you're texting me, you have a Kindle. There is a free Kindle app for for your phone for your iPad. I think you can even just do it on a PC. Someone, pr- oh yeah, totally. Our, our friend up. In, I've watched it. Our, our friend, I've read through. Stuff. Our friend Chris Pratt, the other one, up in Canada, uh, let me know he was he was having trouble getting it on his tablet, but he got it on his PC. Yeah, because I've bought books uh, for research, mm-hmm. and you can even pull it off your PC and search yeah. search terms. So yeah. you can totally do it that way. So you definitely everyone has a Kindle these days, and it's right. free. So. Let him know what you think about it. Please do, and please, you know, like I said, it's gotten some really nice reviews already on Amazon. That I appreciate those so Five much. Five stars are nice. It is. Others maybe don't. What's that? Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do less than four, maybe you know, just, just send him okay. a message. Just yeah. tell him I don't write like me it. a letter. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in the mail. Find mm-hmm. his address. It's hard. Yeah, it's fine. Look up Bart Scott. He's a quarterback that's for right. he wide receiver. I live out east. I mean, uh, yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. All that's right, it. take us home. So, well, I mean, should for, we double down it? How do we? Yeah, I mean, for for ears, no, for, for ears of steel. <laughs> in my show, always wear for, the proper fitting. So, shirt. for you BLT folks, we hope you enjoyed your lunch. Yeah. And for the rest of you. Keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's.